Coming to you live from our worldwide headquarters in Virginia Beach, Virginia, this is the Future EDU Podcast with your host, Josh Gillesner. All right, all right. Welcome back, teachers, administrators, all our loyal listeners. This is Josh Glessner, and I'm happy to be coming to you once again from Virginia Beach, uh, where we've got a great show planned today. I think we've got something that everybody in the audience is really going to enjoy and get out of. And I know that there are some people out there. It's that time of year where weather starts coming in. But I got to share a little secret before we get to my esteemed guest. I've got a great STEM expert uh, joining us today. But I've had a real dichotomy in this week in how schools handle weather. So earlier in the week, I was up in the upper Midwest in southern the southern part of Wisconsin. And on Monday night is probably the worst winter weather I may have ever experienced ever. There were seven inches of snow on the ground. It was 32 degrees. I've never felt sleet falling as hard as it was then. And I was supposed to work in town that next day. And I am thinking there is no way that school is going to be on. The roads are just atrocious. The wind's blowing. The temperature's dropping. And sure enough, we went in on time the next day. And there were no accidents everybody knew what they were doing it's just a little bit of weather no big deal but then i come home to the great state of virginia and the great area of virginia beach which i love this area but you would have thought based on the weather predictions that were coming in you would have thought that the world was about to end turns out after all this doom and gloom about all this bad winter weather and all of that stay off the roads i woke up this morning and the roads didn't even have anything on them like they were dry and it was like 30 degrees and I'm just like great day uh, and schools were out today in the southeast. But all that all that kind of anecdote being said, I know if you work in different parts of the country, different school districts have different uh, triggers on how much bad weather will get them out of school. And that's something that if you live in the south and the mid Atlantic teachers, you know, we probably get more. I would actually be curious to know. So drop me a comment in the comment section i'm curious to know where you're at in the country versus how many days off of school a year you get due to winter weather is it the northern states or is it the southern states because in the southern states i got to tell you everybody listening that's south uh of the mason dixon we do not handle snow at all we don't drive in it we don't do real well in it and we panic when it comes so I want to welcome now to the show a good friend, a colleague, a STEM thought leader. She's been an administrator. She's been a consultant. She's been all over the world and all over the America and a really, really great person. Daisha Jones, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Josh. It's great to be here. Now, you've been on the road quite a bit, but I understand you're at home this evening, correct? I have about 48 hours at home, which is a treat for us. Uh, we are actually getting to keep our grandson Oliver for a couple nights while the kids are in Chicago. So they're in Chicago with beautiful weather and we're getting an inch of snow, which completely shuts down schools in North Carolina um, on just an inch, but it's, it's, it's fun. That is so awesome. Get some, some grandson time in and um, yeah, but you're right. I'm from the Southeast as well. And uh, Virginia beach schools, I think are closed already, even though it's hardly done anything, but you know, Chicago's beautiful area. It's really awesome. They get to go there. So I know you're pretty well, we've been working together for a little while, but I wanted you to t take a moment and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, 
what you've done, you know, some of the things that, that you, uh, you're excited about, you're working on, and just a little bit of who Daisha Jones is. Sure. So, um, again, I'm Daisha Jones. I live in North Carolina. I've lived several places in North Carolina. Right now we reside in Durham, and we absolutely love it. Um, I've been a teacher in the classroom for 16 years and then stepped out of the classroom for about four years to be an instructional coach, a curriculum specialist, and then moved into a science position um, in Durham Public Schools, actually, which brought us to this town. I love anything to do with pedagogy and STEM. I love real world experiences. I'm a, a nut for virtual field trips. Um, I did some work in school. I got a degree in education, science. I have uh, a degree in music. I'm a singing scientist, if you will, and um, then worked on getting math foundations and the Masters of Math Foundations later on in my career. But uh, just an educator. Love to be in the classrooms, love to work side by side with teachers. If I ever get tired of being in classrooms, I will completely change my job. I'll go into a completely different field because that's what I love to do. Well, then we'll have to look up if that ever happens. I don't think it will based on what I know of you, but uh, you'll have to do go on a tour as the singing scientist. I think that'd be a heck of a show you could put on. Absolutely. I've uh, been very blessed to uh, work all over the world. Right now, my husband and I, we own our own educational consultant business, um, which means we get to travel a little bit of, uh, to everywhere and work in schools. We uh, do high adventure STEM assemblies, full on science magic shows. Um, we lead engineering classes. We also work with the National Park Service and provide virtual field trips and engineering challenges to about 600,000 students around the country. And we are moving into uh, STEAM teacher camps with the National Park with our first one this summer in DC. Oh man, that is wonderful. And you know, since this is the uh, official podcast of Stemology Education, isn't there another organization that you might be associated with? You always have to save the best for last. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I am very honored to be working side by side with the host for tonight, Josh Glessner, in providing STEM education to K-5 schools around the country and the world. Just having principals and teachers and administrators understand the importance of what a STEM education can do for their kids, how it can inspire uh, the teachers, and how it can really make the community uh, a more robust community by providing future leaders. You know, I think that is such a great segue into kind of my next thought or question I, I wanted to ask you. So you, you've got quite a bit of experience. You've been all around the country, all around the world. And, but if you could concisely tell our viewers or our, our listeners, why do you think STEM education is so important for our kids? I think as educators, we need to do everything we can to make sure we prepare our students for the real world. With STEM education, we are constantly looking for ways to solve problems, um, local and globally. I think STEM is important because it allows kids to make connections to careers. It allows content to come alive for them. And it takes 
some weight off of teachers actually instead of having a teacher just teach a content standard alone it allows teachers to think outside the box and if they're going to be teaching something with plants and animals they can tie it to something that is happening around the community where so kids can put a little bit of thought into it and they can remember those experiences uh, in 10 years. I think that's a really great way to put that. And, and you know, I love how you brought up uh, some of the benefits for teachers. And I, I've watched you work with teachers and I've heard you say this, but for our, our teachers out there and administrators who might be listening, what are some of the benefits of, of, of this approach? Just not only for the kids, because we could talk about that all night, but for the teachers themselves. Well, I think the biggest benefit for STEM in the classroom is that it allows planning to be so purposeful. I love to sit down with teachers. I love for them to pull out their standards either on the computer or in a big old handbook somewhere and we pull standards and then we collaborate and brainstorm around those standards. We find ways for a content standard to meet a real world experience, to read a to meet a career connection, to implement those necessary not soft skills but necessary skills into a daily lesson so it just really allows them to be intentional and purposeful with their teaching it is not something else to add to their plate i would say it's a plate divider if you will so instead of just like having everything in the world piled onto a plate for a teacher this is a way to departmentalize, put it into compartments so it makes sense for them. I feel like that's one of the biggest benefits. And then it also opens them up to a world of educators who are doing the same thing. So we can build this collaborative of teachers who can share, who can cry when they need to, who can um, combine resources. So the benefits are huge for the kids, but I would say they're just as valuable for teachers. Before we move on, I want to just drop a reminder to our listeners. Join our Facebook group today. It's called STEM is the Future. You can find us on Facebook. You can also interact with us on Twitter at STEMologyEDU. We'll be right back as Daisha Jones continues her STEM expert interview with the Future EDU podcast. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to the Future EDU podcast. For more information and updates, check us out at stemologyedu.com or follow us on Twitter at stemologyedu. Until next time, take care.